Hi, I'm Rob, and this is Dad Sofa, a podcast about the things that connect us. Whether it is a rained-off attempt at a trip to the pub, or string theory, a cycle to Cornwall, or a chat in the sea, we talk about the stuff of life, what makes us curious, the stuff that connects everything, the spaghetti of life. Come and join us. Get comfy. This is Dad Sofa. I have just got back home from uni and Will phones me on the landline. It is before mobile phones were anything other than a large brick that stock exchange warriors carried on them with their filofaxes. Rob, the exploited are going to be on in Birmingham. When? I respond. He chuckles and says, in about two hours. Ah, okay, I'll get something to eat and meet you at the OVT, our acronym for the Old Varsity Tavern. There's no one home. I think they are all at the med school revising, but I have a terrible habit of going out the night before exams, and of course this is known about in our faculty. So Will, being in the year below, has no exams, and we are the only people on our course who share a love of punk. The Exploited are a band based in Edinburgh, and the lead singer is known for his gravity-defying Mohican hairstyle. We are in that period where nostalgia has led to the return of many punk bands. When I was younger, I saw quite a few big names such as The Police, Rush, The Clash, 10cc, but most of them were so big that it was more like going to a recital than seeing a live band. The return of punk bands became something of an opportunity because they were so niche and mostly played small venues, which meant that you could really get involved. For me, it was a no-brainer to go. I've eaten last night's leftover curry, put on a sweatshirt and jeans, and have some cash in my pocket. No watch, no valuables, no keys, or anything that can be confiscated on entering the venue, or stolen of course, and I walk into the OVT where Will is waiting, with two pints of beer for us to slake our thirst. Where are they playing? He tells me the name of some tumble-down wreck of a pub which is in the back arse of town when we jump into a taxi. On arrival, we get out and I see someone going through the entrance and he says, All right, Al. Ah, is the reply from Al, who is checking tickets and taking payment. As I walk towards Al, I see that he has not aged very well and is wearing a leather waistcoat over a mustard t-shirt. He has tight tartan bondage trousers on with beetle crushers pointing out at 90 degrees to each other. Good evening, boys, he says, his voice a rasping staccato, giving away his 50-year-old cigarette habit. He smiles and shows that what is left of his teeth is a mixture of black and dark yellow with a slight glisten of gold. We hand him some money, and he gives us our tickets, and the swallow tattoo on his hand flies forth to usher us into the venue through the dark red door. Have a good time, lads. The stairs are sticky from years of spilled drink and the walls are coated with old posters on plaster which is chipped and painted red. Some posters are half ripped down, hanging into the stairway. Smoke is already floating in the air. As we get to the top of the stairs and we walk into the concert room, a lonely figure stands, one hand in his pocket and the other taking a deep drag from his cigarette. He has five large spikes protruding from his head. In luminous green, in a kind of mockery of the copper oxide bluey green of the Statue of Liberty, on his otherwise bold head. I turn to Will and say, looks like we're in the right place, in a contrived way, as though to calm his nerves, and we both snigger and walk to the bar. I notice that they have Old Peculiar on draft tonight, 7.4% ale, 
I order a pair of pints for us. Will nods his head in a gesture to my right, and as I turn my head, Wattie comes into view. Lead singer extraordinaire. The place is really filling up, but even though his mohawk is about two feet high, he kind of just fits in. He is clearly taking a moment of stillness amidst the haste, and drinks his beer back, and makes his way to the front, hopping up the three steps to find the band. We've skipped the support band and push our way through to the front, through the throng of sweaty bodies, cigarette smoke, patchouli oil, and spiky hairdos. The band come on, and immediately there is a wall of sound echoing from every tiny corner of the room. The band are post-apocalyptic. The audience erupts into a seething mass of fists, bobbing heads, shoving back and forth. As I feel I'm getting my balance, a major sideways force is evident and I lurch in another direction. Will is now on stage and he leaps out, the pit of vipers carrying him to the back of the room. At one point later on, Will was concerned that he could not find me, only to look up above his head and see me being carried across the sea of people in a similar fashion. I then make my way to the front again, this time to focus on the band. This is audience participation and the band appreciates it. Their fans are a fizz of excitement and mine is increased suddenly as the pressure from the front row has forced me onto the stage. One leg buried in the audience and the rest of me live on stage with the exploited. Watty is singing a song designed for a four-piece with the endearing title of Sex and something I'm not quite sure what. With the chorus reading, Sex and whatever that other thing is. The song has short lines interwoven with sex and the other bit has me singing the chorus with him. We take it in turns. I have no choice. He sings his bit, then rams the mic down to my face, and I sing mine. The fact that he continues this means that his plan has worked. He wants audience participation too, and it is my few minutes of fame and a delight to savour. So having got back from my college studies, and supposedly in revision for exams, I am now on stage singing with the exploited, much to the pleasure of the audience, to me, and even Watty, who gives me a round of applause at the end of the song. After a few encores and feeling slightly sick from far too much old peculiar, we are back down the grubby stairs and flushed out into the night. We chuckle about what has just taken place. This kind of affair is not just going to watch a band. It is to take part in theatre. No one plans what will happen. There is no artifice, no snobbery, and some people might even argue, no music. The band still play now and have a big following in Europe, especially Russia, where the audiences are so big that for me, the fun is taken out of the game. Mm -hmm.